Welcome back to Build My Brand. Before I obviously start, I am trying to encourage all of my listeners, the four or five of you, <laughs> um, to please, if you've got any questions around building your brand and you want to just know about, you know, what to do to just make yourself a little bit more visible online, please, please, please uh, tag me on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at buildmybrand underscore I and just share some questions. If you've got a question, I am more than happy to answer those questions either on Twitter, on LinkedIn, or on the podcast. So today's podcast is actually a very exciting thing for me. I'm really looking forward to sharing quite a lot of knowledge and advice through this medium when it comes to asking for a salary increase along with building your personal brand. Because obviously, whilst you're building your personal brand, the salary increase is something that should naturally happen. You're building your brand is your career aspirations and areas that you want to improve in. And along with that, noticing that you've do it, you're doing well, you've done well, and to actually be compensated for some of the things that you've done well in. And I wanted to, before going through this entire podcast, um, I want to let you all know that I am actually doing a LinkedIn live event tomorrow um, on LinkedIn. So you don't need to tune in for the live because the videos will be recorded and you can watch them later. So on LinkedIn, uh, my handle there is Jessica Vanderslice, or you can just do a search and find Authentic Jess. And that way you will actually find my live event and you can go through what we're discussing there. So the topic for tomorrow's LinkedIn live is my favorite subject when and how do you ask for a salary increase and i'm seriously looking forward to this tomorrow i cannot wait i'm i i get giddy and i get really excited when i'm going to share some knowledge with my listeners so one of the things i wanted to discuss on today's podcast isn't necessarily the answer of how and when you ask for a salary increase i want to go through what are some of the barriers you face when you're about to ask for a salary increase. So I have a few, I've written down a few for today's podcast because I have a very large history of working in international large corporations. And in my personal time, I've experienced the, the, the feelings of not being worthy enough to ask for a salary increase. And I, and I really think throughout my experience that I, I'm able to hopefully start and inspire a conversation within yourself to actually think about this this time uh, you're in, especially if you've reached a year or you've been with your company for longer than a year, that it's time to start asking for a salary increase. Um, and today I wanna just talk a little bit about those barriers because they could be detrimental to your growth in terms of your morale and performance as well as morale with the organization. And I hope that companies also listen on uh, into this podcast as well, because I think that there are some barriers here that are not just from the person themselves, but also from the company, the company side. So this is a lot of the stuff that we don't really normally talk about because we don't talk about some of those barriers that are in place that prevent people from asking for salary increases. So yes, without further ado, I wrote down um, eight aspects that I felt are barriers to asking for a salary increase. And the first one was budget constraints. 
The second one was it's a small company they can't afford it. The third one was new hires within the organization. The fourth one was a bad environment. The fifth one was narcissistic leadership. The sixth one was low self-esteem. The seventh one is low self-awareness, meaning you don't you're not aware of your performance or how well you've done. You're just carrying on. And number eight is actual performance. It's the actual act of performing your return on investment within the organization. So these are some of the barriers. I'm pretty sure some of you will have some more barriers to add uh, to to the list that I've already got. Um, but those are the, some of the ones that I've personally experienced throughout my time working for large corporations and small companies. And I think that I'm able to confidently say that I've overcome at least 90% of those barriers. There are still some barriers that are in place even now when I think about asking clients to in you know to pay for a contract um and I can and I can think about my self-worth and my time and I'm thinking like if if I do change the price of a particular product do I think that it was worth the price I initially asked so I do still face a lot of those those instances and situations where I feel like now I feel like my time is worth the money I ask so I wanted to give you guys a few tools to overcome these barriers and there are a few ways to do this so some ways to overcome barriers involves assessing the situation, consulting with either experts or friends or senior leaderships or mentors, um, consider alternatives and then sort of taking action. So to manage your career effectively, you need to take charge of your own development. You assess your own skills, even though there's if there's no performance measurement or no way that that's even being discussed in the organization, I always tell people, <laughs> document everything there is there is never a time that this is not going to be good advice document everything have your receipts in place document everything so make sure that you're writing down your achievements write down all of the things that you've um you've successfully completed projects milestones that you've achieved objectives you've reached so these are the things i would consider or advise you to start writing down and then overcoming and then challenges you've also overcome any setbacks that have big learning curves and best practices positive attitudes um just general dedication to commitment these are the sorts of things that you need to start writing down and sort of diarize within your time at your at your company get feedback I always tell clients that it is so important to get performance feedback while you're working in the organization. So this is one thing I was actually pretty lucky with because in the past, I'd always asked my COOs or my senior leadership directors to actually post recommendations of my performance on LinkedIn. So I always had really great reviews and recommendations from people I was already working with because you know, the moment you leave, that that is never going to be the same again. Those words are going to change. 
And I want to encourage everybody to do this. Whilst you're working there, get your peers and your managers to give you positive reinforcement and positive recommendations on LinkedIn. You've got a place where you can actually keep that. You've got it on an email. You've got it on a on a WhatsApp message. You've got it on a Instagram page where they've gone like, yeah, you were employee of the month. Keep all of those receipts. Keep those documents take screenshots, do what you need to do to get the feedback to show that you've done really great work. Um, also committing to change. If you are in a position where you're a little bit more self-aware, you are you are getting some feedback, make sure that you write down those that feedback and that you actually put and implement steps in place to overcome those, those challenges and actually look at how you've changed from the challenge the uh the development areas that you had before to where you are right now especially when it's things like your development areas potentially around leadership capabilities where you used to never manage people and now you're leading a small team and you've successfully overcome those challenges um make decisions so barriers to success often involve the inability to make good choices so learning how to evaluate your options efficiently can help you ensure career success. And sometimes you need to make quick decisions without even consulting others. Consulting others can take a bit of time. It can bring some insight, some really well-deserved insight, but sometimes we don't often get the opportunity to have the time. So it's important that you, you always consult when you can, but hopefully you're learning through those experiences and able to incorporate that into quick decision-making. Make sure that you increase your productivity. A lot of the times people tend to say things like, okay, I'm not gonna work more because I don't feel like I'm being paid more. Again, this is the best time to start documenting everything that you've done. You're, you, you can document your productivity. What was the return on investment? What was the impact you have made either in your department, in your role, or in the business? So making make sure you can document your, uh, your productivity as well. And do ask for extra work when you can, especially if you know you're going to be asking for a salary increase, because these are the things that are going to highlight saying, you know what, I'm not just doing my job, I'm also doing this aspect and this aspect. These are the things I wanted to know how to learn. Now I've learned them. I'm a proactive team player and I'm a vital part of this business. And these are the things that you need to start looking at to start overcoming those boundaries. Especially when you have in, your, in the back of your mind, there is going to be a time you're going to ask for a salary increase. And then that's the time you bring that file and you open it up and you have this very insightful discussion with all of the proof from the moment you joined to the moment you're asking for the salary increase. I hope this has been really insightful. Like I said, I am passionate about this conversation. I'm really looking forward to sharing more information and more advice to my community, especially my podcast community. And I hope you have a beautiful day.